Yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode 228, Serious Rap Shit Podcast, I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to go in. What's going on, Josh? Uh, Six years, brother. Six that years we've been doing insane. this. Six yeah. years of Serious Rap Shit Podcast. The feds never came and kicked our door down. I don't think they're paying attention to us anymore. <laughs> so... We made it. I mean, six we, years. we don't talk about white people like having tails and shit like that anymore, yo. So nah, I think they kind of nah, nah, like nah. trailed off. This is the tamer. This is the t- the tame Impala version. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> the tamer yeah, you know version. What's crazy is I don't think we did the five year anniversary because I was having back surgery at the time of right. the five year anniversary last year. Right. So shit. Yeah, I think I think we missed five years last year. So like, yeah, man, six years. Crazy, uh, yeah. crazy. We've been doing it this long. Shout out to everybody um, that's been listening. Yes, shout out to everybody that's been listening. Everybody that's gonna listen in the future, yo. Like, really appreciate y'all. Um, <clears throat> we love doing this shit. Um, it's literally one of the things I look forward to every week or week, two weeks when we when we get around to doing it. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, man. Like, and, and so much stuff has come from this podcast. Like. A lot of projects we're working on or wouldn't exist without this project started, this podcast starting. So, yeah, I'm so grateful for the podcast, but everybody that's listened to checked it out and everybody that fucks with us totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know for me, it's helped me um, refine like a lot of shit that I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like that or that I do, you know, throughout my days, like being on the radio or, you know, being on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Not in, not like rapping in like a smoky club, half drunk, mm-hmm. but like you know, talking into a mic and like holding a conversation and, and contextualizing music and and culture and the news. A lot of the other stuff that I do, I'm better at it because we do this so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And this is the thing that I do probably the most. You know what I mean? Like I've I have other publications that I've written for you know, for six years or more. Uh, but I don't do that shit every week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is like the most consistent thing. And I think that uh, I'm grateful for what it is, but then also for other aspects of my life that has kind of helped uh, enrich. You feel me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I, I you know, I wouldn't be writing if it wasn't for this. You know, we obviously wouldn't have done a movie if it wasn't for this. Working on our second film. Like, you know, there's so much stuff that has come from this that, that, um, you know, it gave us, for me, it gave me belief in, like, being able to do creative things. Like, this is a different avenue than I would ever have done creatively in the past. And, like, um, you know, shit doing the live shows have made me way more comfortable being in front of people and talking in front of people and shit we got asked to do a fucking a talk on criminal justice reform and shit like that and that shit doesn't happen without this podcast and you know i'm very humble very grateful for everything and um really appreciate the folks who have listened and supported us for all these years because uh without you guys like you know 
who knows? We might have stopped years ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we might have been like, oh, you know, we did this for a year or a few months or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was let's, cool. Let's, let's get out of here. Yeah. Hey, yeah. listen, man, we've uh, we've seen plenty of podcasts come and go just in that time. You know what I mean? We're not stopping no time soon. Um, we just got you know more shit on the way, more cool shit we're working on, and, and that's yeah. what we're excited about. You know what I if, mean? If we stop, y'all, you know the paper came in. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> the bag came. The real bag. <laughs> we say, all right, y'all. You know, we we ain't gonna do this no more. You know, we retiring it. That's that's who you know. Yeah, niggas <laughs> niggas niggas hit a lick. <laughs> that was that was real nice. <laughs> and, and you know what? Too, it's like we didn't start doing this to do anything other other than it. Like we just now it was just. Yeah, we just wanted to do this because we thought it was going to be fun. We didn't do this like, oh, man, like all this other shit will come from it. Yeah. Or well, let's like, parlay or, it in the da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, or we're going to make tons of money off of it because it's not about money. Like, it's just really just like us having fun, hanging out, you know what I mean? It all started as a way to just hang out with each other every week as we were getting older and, you know, more settled in our lives and not, you know, get you know, go smoke a woolly blunt and hang out at a fucking <laughs> art gallery no more. You know what I mean? Like, that's not right. what we were doing anymore. So, you know, we we needed an excuse as we were getting older to to hang out. And, you know, and, and I think, like, you know, we serve a, a, a an important space in hip-hop of, like, young, maturing people who, you know, are reflecting back in our lives growing up in the culture and, like, how our culture affects overall, like, uh, affects the world overall. Yeah, I I think that um, our show, I always feel good about our show because uh, we, I don't say because we fill a a niche, but we're different from other shows. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shows that are like our demographic, you know, cishet men, uh, you know, doing of, of a certain age, doing mm-hmm. hip-hop podcasts. A lot of this shit is like, if you if you take a woman out on a date should, and you pay, how many hours should she suck your dick after that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or what's the problem with all these gay people? Like, we're yeah. not on that type of time. You know what no. I mean? And people tell me all the time, they're like, yo, I come for, you know, the music conversation, but the conversations that y'all have about life and about all of these other things, I stay for that. And that shit uh, makes an impact and it, it, it makes an impression on me. People say that shit to me all the time, you know what I mean, yeah. about this show. So that's something that I'm really proud of. I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, not like to be like, oh, we're like unicorns, but... We ain't like other people's shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're 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 a different thing, uh, which is needed. Variety, you know, the spice of life and all of that, as they say. But um I, I appreciate that too, that we're able to do that shit and that it connects with people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um we we get to be ourselves and really give y'all who we are because like honestly for folks who know us outside the podcast they know this is who we are like this isn't like a front or like a pretend thing um and one of the best things is like just being able to like get on here week to week and be like hey this is what we think and this is where we're coming from and this is who we are and be able to share that with folks is, is a dope feeling because like you know there's not a lot of places where you can just be yourself and like 
this is where we can be our full authentic selves and that's a dope thing you know what i mean yeah absolutely um especially uh with you know marvel trying to separate us you know what i mean <laughs> having wakanda versus <laughs> talakan and indigenous folks versus black folks like they was really trying to tear us apart I suppose they had a unity mean? yeah <laughs> the solidarity <laughs> yo not saying uh marvel is cointelpro but i'm just saying <laughs> there have been uh there there've been much sneakier grander plots you know what i'm saying <laughs> that, that the government has lost i do not put that past any any of these motherfuckers edition yeah we going we going to separate them we going to have the black over here and this over there we going to make sure they beefing and rivaling and shit yeah yeah um no big weekend black panther dropped um huge made 330 million worldwide which is insane and crazy um super dope for a movie that's primarily focused on black and indigenous characters um it's really cool. Great movie. I really enjoyed it. Like, I don't want to give away spoilers or shit like that because it's mm-hmm. only been out for a few days. Um, but great movie. Um, I got to see it with my daughters. I actually went to a black-owned theater down in Baltimore to go see oh, the shit. movie. Yeah. Um, really nice spot um, called um, Next Act Cinema in Pikesville, like right outside Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, small, like boutique, black-owned theater. Nice. Um, nice. But like really nice. He has like the the food brought to you at your at your seat and like mm-hmm. reclining seats, all that kind of shit. It was really nice, really nice spot. Um, but just I don't mean to cut you off. Just the movie going experience now, way better than when we were kids. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you came and sat in a hard chair, and you saw like juice the the weekend it came out. A nigga might shoot you in the back yes. of your wig. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This shit is comfy now. They come and bring you. We we went to. Uh, I think we saw Doctor Strange uh, when that came out, and Liz like ordered her food and was waiting. It was like, oh no, we'll we'll bring it to you. They mm. brought the food. It's yeah, it's it's different now. Seats recline and shit. Yeah, it ain't like yeah. it ain't like when we was kids going to the movies. It's, it's different. Nah, like that's why. Like yo, if I gotta pay twenty dollars for a seat, it's like all right. Well, if you're gonna give me some like. Some decency as opposed to like coming in, my feet like barely can lift off the floor because it's so sticky and nasty type shit. Right, Sitting in right. like a a a seat that's got like that's worn out in the middle of it and all kinds of shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, you know what I mean? But um no, nah, it was cool, man. I got to go down and see my daughter. We hadn't uh I hadn't seen her in about a month. Um nice. Uh nice. my youngest came with me, my youngest daughter came with me. Um, so we went to go see the movies. My son went with his girlfriend because you know he's He's grown now. Um, <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Uh, and really, he was going to come down with us, too, but um, his girlfriend wanted to come and see it, and she had to work that weekend, so, like, she couldn't come down with us, so. Right. Um, yeah, man, it was nice, man. Um, my daughter, though, like, 15 minutes left in the movie, my old, my daughter that's in college, like, leaned over to me and was like, yo, you're dropping me off after this, right? And I was like, why, you got plans? She was right. like, yeah, I'm supposed to get up with some of my friends. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, I drove two hours to come down here. I'm going to see the movie with you and immediately drop you off and go home. Immediately bounce. Wow. Yeah. Kids yeah. are so considerate. Yes. yes, yes, yes. But, I, I mean, honestly, bro, I'm super happy she's happy and enjoying her life down there. Yeah. Um, And uh, it was a great movie. Really enjoyed it. Um, Great experience. If you haven't seen it, 
go check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was fantastic. Listen, and I went um, to the AMC theater that's like right on Broad Street, like right mm-hmm. off of uh, Temple's campus. And yeah, it was it was dope. It was dope. Like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't know how to talk about a movie without spoiling. Without spoiling. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to really spoil it because it's only been out for a few days. So yeah, it was it was fantastic. Like gorgeous, great performances, gorgeous <sighs> movie. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. just amazing. I definitely think people should go check it out. I mean, it's Marvel. They're going to go check the shit out, but like, right. definitely. They don't, yeah, they don't need us to be like, yeah, Yo, yeah. You got to go Marvel see Wakanda doesn't need forever. Us to yeah. You got to go see that, Joe. Yeah, people are going to see it. But like the, the emotion and, uh, like the depth of, of spirit in this film, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, like, I get it. Marvel's, you know, Marvel and it's fucking Disney and it's evil corporations. I get it. These people who, uh, these artists who yes, worked yeah, on yeah. this film um, are masters at the craft. And, like, it, should, it, it, was, it was moments in this film where, like, my eyes was wet in the theater. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, like, like, down to costuming and, <sighs> like, beautiful. language building, all of it, dog. Like, just... Mm-hmm. Great decision. Something I didn't peep when I was watching the film. Uh, like, just I, I noticed it, but didn't notice what was going on exactly. But like, when they speak with Condon, the subtitles are in yellow. When they speak um, any other any other language, the subtitles are in white. And when they speak uh, uh, Talakani or whatever they, what I'm not sure exactly what the language was for um, Namor and um, the people from Talakan. Um, when they were speaking, it was all in blue. So it's mm-hmm. like I watched a video afterwards and was like, oh, shit, like that was really dope, like to just to signify and all that kind of shit. Right. Um, I think it's a movie that uh, that benefits multiple viewings. Um, mm-hmm. Some stuff you can appreciate more on a second and third viewing that you might not appreciate um, uh, the first time. Gorgeous, man. Just a gorgeous, gorgeous film. You know what I mean? Uh, way to like... I know there's been some backlash or like some people who like, oh man, that's not no more and blah, blah, blah. But like, I think like the reimagining of it was ingenious. Mm-hmm. It separates it from fucking Aquaman in DC and all that kind of shit. Like right. it gives Completely it. Completely different thing. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it more depth and, and shit like that. So yeah, I, I, I just think, man, it, it's such a gorgeous film. Such, such a gorgeous film, man. Definitely. Yeah. That shit um, like seeing um, Leticia Wright. And uh, her performance, how she mm-hmm. really uh, stepped in to, like, the emotional center of this film, like, really blew me away. It, yes, I knew she yeah, was yeah. nice on the acting mm-hmm. tip. Like, she killed it on, in, uh, like, Black Mirror, you know what I mean? Yes. Years exactly. ago, I was like, yo, she's ill. But, yeah, she, like, carried this fucking film. It was fantastic. Namor's a fantastic uh villain villain anti-hero you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but yeah it's yeah the the performances like you said were dynamite it's a beautiful movie uh they built such a big world really expanded marvel's world yeah you know absolutely. what i mean throughout this film and yeah it's is i was like thoroughly satisfied i knew i was gonna like it Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know if I'd like it more than the first one, but it's yeah, it, I was thoroughly satisfied when I left the theater. Yes, absolutely. Me too. Me too. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you before we moved on to uh, the main topic for the, this week, um, Atlanta ended this week. 
Mm-hmm. It was the last episode of Atlanta. Um, for me, it's one of the um, it's one of the most groundbreaking television shows of all time. Um, I think it's I think it's pure masterclass in in television. Um, what did you think of the last season? The last season, I see Atlanta. You know all of the different seasons. Each season to me has. Uh, its own set of like rules and, mm-hmm. and colors, so to speak. So they're all different. I was I was very pleased with uh, this last season. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was weird and bugged out, but not quite as weird and bugged out as season three. Yeah, but it it was also it was a nice balance of like the like the weird bugged out shit and like grounding it in a story essentially about four people that we care about yeah that we want to you know we want to see you know what their deal is how they work shit out how they you know move about life so i think that they pulled that stuff uh back to the forefront in a powerful way you know what i'm saying and like yeah it's is i'm immediately uh once i have like some time going to sit and rewatch uh this entire season yeah, just to like let it sink in a little bit more, but you know, the I think the finale. I have two thoughts about the finale. One, I think they copped out a little bit. I'll edit this part out for spoilers. The whole uh, it it was a dream. It was Darius's mm-hmm. dream. <laughs> I think that's bullshit. But also, um, I like that they kept it uh, kind of uh, ambiguous. Yeah. So whereas they they didn't tie shit up in a nice bow you know what i'm saying so yeah it was it was ill i thought the last uh i really enjoyed uh the last episode i loved uh van's episode where she's on like the mr chocolate tyler yeah. perry uh lot and and her and lottie are doing like the acting thing so it's a, this this season has a few episodes that's how i think it seasons like the how many episodes in each season rank amongst like my favorite all time mm-hmm. and there yeah there are a few episodes where i'm like i could slip that into like my top 10 atlanta episodes ever you know what i'm saying there's, there's like one or two episodes this season that feel like that for me dude the the episode when they're in the woods uh when they go on the camping trip I think it's just Gorgeous. a masterpiece. Yeah, like, and like, I remember me and you were talking about this off air, and um, you were like, yeah, you know, there's the one scene where like Lottie's like staring at the trees across the river moving around, and because it's Atlanta, you don't know if something's going to come out of those woods mm-hmm. because they Anything. have made, yeah, they've made a world that is like is surreal, and because it's surreal, you could get like a monster come out of those woods and it wouldn't be out of the character of the show, Mm -hmm. but it also could just be an episode about like, Hey, I really love you and we need to work things out. And I don't like, I don't want to be with somebody else, but you, and it's like, Oh, that, that works perfectly well too. I didn't need a monster to come out of the woods. I just needed to be thoroughly entertained. And because it's a, um, it's a show that like um that for like master of none with me it's who it's where it's like it's repeatedly watchable because i can watch atlanta with the sound off and just appreciate it 
visually. Mm-hmm. Um, the music that gets picked for the show, I can just listen to that. Right. The actual audio cut of the show is amazing. There's so many layers to show to the show that I can appreciate it on several levels, which means like the rewatchability of it is so good. You know yeah. what I mean? And it, it I, has I its, its own. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I I think it's one of the best shows that's tele- that's ever been produced on television. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it. it yeah. Yeah, what I was going to say was that it has its own taste yes. in particular. Like, it feels like itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which also speaks to what you said about it being one of the best shows ever made. There are certain shows, like, you put Seinfeld on, and Seinfeld gives you, like, a very particular feeling. The Wire is like that. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is so much like that. Even with all the, like... Even, you know, oh, we're going to do an entire episode that's about a kid who's passing, you know, for white, a black kid who's passing for white, and none of our core four characters are in it. <laughs> it's probably, you know, it's, it's not even, it's probably not even in the same reality as yeah. our core four, but it still feels like Atlanta. You, there's so much... uh experimentation even you know the stuff like the invisible car you know gets talked about a lot and that's insane that they did that and experimented like that and pulled it off yeah it feels like with season three like how uh john coltrane went from like my favorite things to like ascension where he's playing like this quote-unquote out there type music it felt like uh this crew and cast we're trying to uh, do the most with like experimenting, and it's like, okay, you know, we went surreal last time. How about we do an entire season where half of the show don't even got nothing to do with the core four? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, it was. And we it can was run Ill. a mystery of like this ghostly white character who pops up through a bunch of places, who then we see his bag at the end of that. But we never go back to it. We never touch mm-hmm. it. We never go any further into that story. Right. Right. Because I swore, I swore Homeboy was a key. Yeah, to yeah. Like, but I think he's just, you know. It's it's just another <laughs> part of that world. And like, yes. I, I appreciate that so much because it opens up the market to like doing out there shit. Right. And not having to like explain everything that you're doing like oh mm-hmm. we're just doing this this episode you know what i mean yeah. definitely and, and, rewriting the rules yeah and as a creator man like that's the kind of shit that i'm always excited about you know what i mean for yeah. real yeah. um real quick i do want to touch on this before we get to uh new music for the week uh eminem who both of us have had our opinions on um was introdu- introduced to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, mm-hmm. last week. Um, and I'll say this. I do think it's fitting um, that he's there. Right. Uh, I, my my arguments with Eminem are never like, oh, is he talented or is he good or anything like that. It's not about that. I, I just don't particularly like the music he makes. But as far as like 
talented as an MC, definitely. Groundbreaking as an MC. I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, like, you have the Beastie Boys. Um, you have some other white artists. But, like, you know, when he came out, the prevailing idea of, like, white rappers was Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. Was a yeah. joke. Right. Right. Um, and he completely changed that. You know what I mean? Um, and he was somebody who was thoroughly respected and somebody who I don't think of in the sense of like culture vulture or some shit like that. If anything, Eminem supremely respects the culture of hip hop. And loves it. And you can yes. you can feel it in this speech. I have so many thoughts and opinions about this, <laughs> this uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech that he gave. But yeah, that respect and and really uh, adoration for the craft of rhyming and and for hip hop as a, a cultural movement. Mm-hmm. I I would never deny Eminem of that. I think that uh, you know musically, you know he's he's not you know my cup of tea. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Uh, and I think that also a lot of the stuff that he's put out uh, through his music has been poisonous, like reinforcing rape culture. And, and all of that stuff. Uh, but, you know, this this speech really showed me, I knew this, but this speech really showed me like, oh, this dude like really, really cares about this shit. Yeah, and you absolutely. And you can tell by the people that he named. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he runs down like a list of like 100 artists or some shit like that. Like he, and like from the very, very beginning of hip hop up until now, like he runs down a list of like the people that he, that he that like inspired him and that like came before him. And it's really important. I mean, like, like you said, I, I never have never thought like, oh man, he don't, he don't love hip hop. Like, no, like Eminem right. loves hip hop. You know what I mean? There's zero. And on top of it, without Eminem, we don't get Mikhail Pfeiffer in a terrible, uh, <laughs> dreadlock wig. So <laughs> the worst movie wig. <laughs> like, I mean, I, 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 I extremely appreciate that. That he and like I do love the fact that he ran down that gamut of artists. Yeah, this this list is a motherfucker, yo. Big Daddy Kane, he did it all alphabetically. Yes, and there's, yeah, I noticed know, that. There's the folks that you would expect, you know, Big, uh, you know, Pac, yeah. all of those fo- folks. He shout out the fucking Boogie Monsters. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Brother J from X Clan, who's like a crazy, crazy uh, underrated MC. You know what I mean? Like him, Shabazz, you know, Tragedy, Intelligent Hoodlum. Um, I said that weird. Tragedy, Intelligent <laughs> Hoodlum, you know, Gangstar, Delta Funky Homo Sapien, De La Soul, you know, Chuck D. You mm-hmm. can tell what era he came out of. MC yes, Light. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Shan, Nas, Organized Confusion, Latifah. You know what I'm saying? This this list look like my list if somebody, you know what I'm saying, if a motherfucker inducted me into some shit. So, yeah, as I, I can appreciate uh, him as a head in this regard and him wanting to shed light and lift up the people that inspired him to do what he do. You know what I mean? Because he don't, he don't got to do that. He could have said, no. yo... Thank you to God, my mom and my manager have been out and it would have been yeah. nobody would have thought anything of it. This is care him sitting yes. down and writing this shit down 
and and saying these folks' names. Some some of these folks who will never Dana Dane. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Folks who made music that was like rocking on the streets and like rocking in the community, but will probably never be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or, yeah. or whatever. He made sure Jazz O. You know what I'm saying? He he made sure to to uh, acknowledge these people and lift them up. That shit is dope. Yeah, dog. We talk all the time about like giving people their flowers and shit like that. That's what he was doing in this. You know yeah. what I mean? He was in a position to receive flowers, and he made sure that he gave out flowers in his time of receiving them. And right. that's important, man, uh, especially for a culture that gets um, overlooked the way hip-hop culture does. And, you know, in the mainstream idea of it, it's like, oh, there's like Jay-Z and Drake and Eminem and shit. like. But it's like, yo, there's so much foundation that's there that has to be respected and paid homage to. And he took the time to do that. And like you said, like we're not talking about like he got up there and was like, Oh yo, shout out to Jay Z and Tupac and, and big and shit like that. Like, no, like he's yeah. running down an alphabetically list of MCs, which means, you know, he sat down and took the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so shout out to him. And, and you know, I, I'm not the like the biggest guy who's like, oh man, hip hop, the rock and roll hall of fame is so important. Like whatever, like I, I, but like what he did, I think was important and what needed to be mentioned most of all. Right, right. Yeah, I don't have uh, no problem with uh, them letting rappers into it. Yeah, not, we know the rock and roll hall of fame just means popular music. Like yes, yeah. Get over that shit. Like every every year, a rapper gets in. Why are there rappers in the rock and roll? Nigga? <laughs> It doesn't just mean, you know, rock music as a genre. It means like the pop cultural zeitgeist. Like, get over that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I guess we can get into some new music. Did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking with that new Nas. Like, I haven't, haven't, like, really got to sit with it like I want to. Me neither. But, yeah, yeah, that, that, that early spin... I, we you know we knew it was gonna hit like yeah him and him and Nas and uh, Hit Boy uh, are in a very nice groove you know what I'm saying Absolutely. so it would it would shock me if they made a whack record we might be past the era this is a hot take you know we don't do that on this show anymore but <laughs> we might be past the era of the whack Nas record bro I had the same <laughs> thought I'm like yo the last four projects he's put out have been all good like we might be I, past that shit I can't tell you there was a time in Nas's career he dropped four solid projects back to back to back to back right he will always give you like yeah oh, this, this guy's gonna throw a Nostradamus out there you know what I mean come on we love Nas but yeah, yeah. come on you know what I'm saying Duh, this yeah. is this is a really stellar project no, like, not even, like, big Nas, you know, misogyny shit on here. Legit saying, like, yo, brothers need to respect the sisters and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it's a new not, day. He not divorced dad mode on this record or nothing. Like, yo. Um, no, it was, it's a really stellar project. I saw somebody, I saw some, like, you know, um, uh, uh, what do they call that shit? Like statistics or uh, analytics has like infiltrated every aspect of uh, sports and shit like that. Well, I saw right. an analytics thing based in hip hop the other day that was like Nas used like nine thousand words he's never used on a record before, and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> and 
while you could go like, who cares? You just is like, I don't care about like this. Kind of, but yeah. you do have to respect the aspect of like this dude is like in his late forties and still advancing in what he does. We, me and yeah. you have talked about how we believe like thought is getting better mm-hmm. as he's gone. Nas is, I don't know if he's getting better only because like, he's just really, I mean like when you drop one of the greatest albums of all time in any genre of music as your first record. Yeah. Out the I gate. don't know if I can say you're getting better, you know what I mean? Yeah. But his ability has not like, I'll say this, man. Like he's aged a lot better than Jay Z's has aged. Like mm-hmm. his 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 music. Yeah, he's Jay. You know, I never thought I thought Jay was nice. Like from the yeah, game. yeah. I never thought Jay could fuck with Nas. Jay definitely ain't fucking with Nas because <laughs> huh. the difference the difference in I was thinking about that this morning about this uh, this morning. The difference between what we're getting from Nas in, you know, these King's Disease records and that Magic record uh, compared to what we were getting from Nas, say, in like the 2000s when his catalog got real spotty, this motherfucker has fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's rhyming. He's rhyming, like, uh, with, like, an edge to him. And and he's always been a writer of uh, great uh, sensitivity Mm-hmm. He's always been a great insight. He's always been that. Now he flowing on this shit. Yeah. He's rhyming on some like you rap, you need a little like get the fuck out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need a little of that shit in rap or else you're like, you know, whatever. I don't want to yes. diss nobody. You know what I'm saying? You need a little edge into this shit. And I'm talking like, you know, old school, new school, all of that. You need a little edge to your shit. And Nas is bringing, like, the fire all over this record, you know, in, in how he's spitting. And, of course, you know, people, some people have issues with uh, Hit Boy, you know, his production or whatever. But, like, it works for Nas and their relationship yeah. works, yeah, which is that's important. A, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Like, he's 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 working with somebody where, like, you know, their ingredients work together. That's the biggest thing. Like you're cooking up something, you're creating something. Working with somebody who's a great creative partner is like a huge ap- aspect of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. And that's that's exactly what he's gotten so far. And like I think it, I think a big thing is like Nas is doing it where Jay is it. Like Jay will pop in on something or do something. Right. Like fucking still Nas got is it. yeah, they, exactly. They still got it definitely. Nas yeah. is still like hooping regularly at the fucking the local Y. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's not gonna pull a hamstring on some shit. Like right. Jay will get out there and give you his spoken word flow that he <laughs> drops like this. And blah, blah, like you know what I mean? And then you're just like, oh yeah, that's because it's like he he done pulled his hamstring or so he done hurt his oh, groin. Shit. He ain't out there balling <laughs> no more. Like Nas is really in the trenches and still doing this shit and doing it regularly and you can hear that. Um and his, he, you know, he's never lacked for ability. So, man, like I, I'm, I really like this record. I want to give it some more spins, but like, yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, and man, he, you know, hey, listen, he gave us a whole record with no features and didn't need to tell us that he gave us a record with no features. So, listen, shout I'm out like to some him. motherfuckers. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's killing it, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into this shit. Yeah, definitely. Yo, so if you haven't checked out King's Disease, check it out. 
definitely. Yeah. Key Disease 3. Um, fuck it. Check out the whole series and check out Magic, too. <laughs> like, the whole thing he's doing right now is fucking amazing. Right. Um, but besides that, I think we start wrapping up. Uh, you can find us, Serious Rap Shit, on Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy, I-N-D-I underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can get Serious Rap Shit Vivo. If you go to YouTube, put in Serious Rap Shit Vivo, V-E-V-O. You can find all our videos there. We got new shit coming up. We got new trailer reviews getting ready to drop soon. A um, whole bunch of shit getting ready goes up there. We got exclusive shit right there. Go check that out. Make sure you like and subscribe. SeriousRapShit.com. You can get all our merchandise uh, and support independent podcasters, man. Um, besides that, we'll be back again soon. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat shot to you.